Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by Sparkless, the total self-service email marketing solution for small to medium-sized businesses at sparklist.com. Welcome to e-commerce conversations with Pat Callahan, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics, featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. And now let's move right on over to Pat to see who he has queued up for this week's interview. Welcome to the e-commerce conversation with Pat Callahan. Today I'm joined by Matthew McDonald, author of Creating Websites, The Missing Manual, the book that should have been in the box. Welcome, Matthew. Oh, hi. Nice to be here. Let's talk about your book, which I consider to be a great tool for those just starting out in the world of websites. How would you personally describe your book? Um, when we were first thinking of it, we thought of it as uh, advice on building a website, but a bit more modern than you know the, the current books on the market. There were a lot of books that were just talking about HTML or JavaScript or this and that pieces and, and, and browsers, whereas we wanted to talk about, you know, if you were thinking about just getting a web presence today, you don't want to really deal with all the little specifications. You just want to understand the whole picture and how it all fits together, what would be your, your real starting point. Yeah, and I think your book does a great job of, of uh, accomplishing that. I do have a question that I've always wondered since I, I picked up your book a couple of years ago. Um, how did you first become involved with the Internet? Yeah, I, I don't really have any exciting stories on, on that front. Um, I, you know, I, I grew up when the, the Internet was just entering into public consciousness, and, and um, you know, it started off as just a bunch of static pages, and, and I remember someone saying, hey, have you heard about that thing called the Internet? <laughs> I, think we all, the I, think, I think we all have a moment like that. Sorry, go at, ahead. at the time, it was it was really it seemed so promising. You know, you'd go on and you'd find all this information, but it, it would you'd sort of end up following these links around, and it'd just be links to more links, and it sort of started to seem like a bit of a a waste of time. And of course, then you know the real game changing things happened. I remember a friend saying, you know, I, I'm really interested in this this company that's selling books, but. Uh, I think I think their share price is a little bit expensive, but I, I really would like to to invest in them. And of course, that was, you know, Amazon. I'm sure that friend would <laughs> wish that he had followed his instinct and, and invested in that. For those who are just starting out, as far as designing a site, where would you recommend they start? Well, um, I guess designing the site before you sit down with your, you know, however you want to do it, your design tool, your notepad, before you start. Even thinking about HTML, probably you you want to start thinking about 
you know, your customer and how and, and what they want to do on your website and how they want to use it and, and, and sort of just start planning out how it's going to flow from page to page. So even if you really have no understanding of the web specifics, you know, that, that put that on hold for a second and just think about what you want your website to do and how it should be organized and how, if you were your customer, you'd like to, to use it. Yeah, I think that's, that's great advice. Um, let me ask you this. What is the process from point A, I have this idea, to point B, I have a functional website? Can you, can you go into that a little bit? You know, as far as, I don't, I think for, for people who are just getting started, they don't even, they probably don't even know that you need a hosting company. They don't know anything about shopping carts, that kind of right. thing. Right. So it can be a little bit overwhelming at first, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can start playing around with it on your own computer, which is one of the great things that people don't always realize right away. You can build, you know, a website that no one else can see, but you can start getting a feel for how those things work. If, you, if you're using a tool like Front Page or Dreamweaver, you, know, you, can, you can start designing your website even before you've thought about the hosting company. And the, the hosting company seems really more intimidating than it really is because, once you've, you've sort of done your search, you'll find that many of the hosting companies are pretty similar. The amounts of money that are involved are, are, are not much. And I mean, you know, dollars a month for a, for a small website can easily have you hosted. And, um, you know, the process for transferring your website to, to that web hosting company and, and uh, you know, all those little details, once you figure them out, they're actually pretty straightforward. I have a question that I've often wondered as I read as I read your book. Do you have a preference for for either Front Page or Dreamweaver as far as what you you personally use? Sir, I'm I'm afraid of say, saying either one and offending half of the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Front Page has the reputation for being. Um, you know, the the easier one to use, but for sometimes doing things you don't want it to do. So traditionally, serious web developers have preferred Dreamweaver because they can control everything that's going on, whereas people who who don't work quite at that level have preferred front page because it's, it's easier and, and it's more productive. Now, both of the programs over the years have made dramatic strides to getting more and more similar. So Dreamweaver has become a lot easier to use, and FrontPage has become a lot better about not changing you know, your HTML and inserting things you don't really want there. And really, I, I would say at this point, it's, uh, I, I don't even have a strong opinion. I mean, you could, you could literally use either one, do all the same things, and it's really just a matter of what one's comfortable, you know, or maybe what one's more affordable, what one you happen to have you know, in your company yeah. on hand. They're both great tools. And, and even, I mean, in, in the book we talk about something called Enview, which is uh, just an, a really small-scale, open-source, but completely free web design tool. Yeah, I actually use that. Uh, yeah, and, and you, I mean, you can share your experience with it, but, but you probably found that, hey, it doesn't do a lot, but, you know, for, for free, it, you, can, you can do everything, really, that you need to do. And you can, and you can... I had it up the same day, so it uh, worked out well for me. Uh, I'm personally a Dreamweaver man. Sure. And uh, I, I always wondered, Matthew, why there, a manual never came in, my, in, in the box with when I bought my Dreamweaver. 
There is absolutely no manual whatsoever, which led me to buy Dreamweaver, the missing manual, the book that should have been in the box. Right, and, and that's actually, I think, one of their top titles. And that's exactly why you have that combination of an like incredibly sophisticated program with you know, not much help to, yeah. to get you through it. Yeah. I'm guessing that you've seen a lot of websites in your time. Can you tell me about characteristics that make up the good, the bad, and the ugly? Sure. And I would say that you, you, you probably don't really need a professional to tell you this because these days everyone's online, whether you're doing your banking, purchasing, just reading news. So you, you, even if you, you don't feel as comfortable, you're probably in the back of your head <laughs> have this sense that tells you when something's ugly or wrong or just not pleasant to use. Um, and I think that most people will agree that, you know, simple is better. You, you, you use something like Google or eBay or Amazon, and, and it's, they add glitzy features from time to time, but the emphasis is on whatever you need to do, you can, you can do it easily. There's nothing distracting you. There's not ads popping up when you don't expect them. You know, whereas if you go over to, I guess, you know, personal web pages and blogs have, have sort of the reputation for being the worst. You know, having things like flashing animations and really hard to read, <laughs> dizzying backgrounds that make you think you're in some sort of psychedelic 60s revival. <laughs> so, you know, keep it simple. <laughs> the same rule that, that applies to, you know, pr print design. It's a completely different medium, but the, the same sort of philosophy of, it's serving a purpose. The customers have to, or, or the visitors have to be able to, to come and read and do whatever they're doing. And if you're distracting them with, with music and sound effects and colors and, and things like that, it's, it's just overwhelming. Yeah, and I think your example of Amazon and eBay, uh, just looking at, their, at, the, at the, their platforms, how simple those are, is a great example. Yeah, and, and for example, Google is one that looks simple and really is simple and then amazon is one that looks simple but there's a lot of other fancy features here and there if you go digging around and there's you know doing it yourself would not be easy but both of them feel similarly simple to use which i, I guess is the important part right overall i think a big question people generally have whether it's something they do as a hobby or they've decided to go for a full-fledged e-commerce store is can I create a website myself. How would you answer that? Oh, definitely. And, and it's, it's um, well, if it's a question of you have some specific slick design in mind and you're not sure if you have, you know, the graphical sense, maybe you want to have someone someone help you with art or work or something like that. Or, or you know, you, 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 you can have that assistance, but you definitely don't need it. And as far as if you're worrying about, you know, how do I do the taking credit card payments and having a shopping cart, do I need a programmer? Mm -hmm. You know, just a, a few years ago, the answer would be, you know, yes, you sort of do, and, and it's going to cost a lot of money, and you're going to need a huge web hosting company, and you, <laughs> it's going to be incredibly complicated. Whereas today, there's all these third-party services that, that we talk about in the book, things like PayPal, where you can, you know, almost just sign up, and they'll generate blocks of code that you can put into your page, and, and basically you'll hand the customer over to PayPal to do the payment, and PayPal will then pay you. And so you could set up a complete e-commerce company, not the next Amazon.com or anything, but still you can, you can sell things over, over the 
the web in an automated fashion and take credit cards and all those those tricky details and be secure without needing any special expertise or programming knowledge. If I wanted to start an e-commerce site today, how long do you think that process would take? Something well-designed, well-thought-out, well-developed? Yeah, I guess it, it, it really depends on how ambitious you are. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're making handmade jewelry and you just have, you know, you've taken pictures of a few pieces of jewelry and you're just going to put them in a, in a basic product catalog, you know, you could sort of prototype that and whip that up in a couple of days, yeah. easily. Building a, a really great experience for the customer and, and, and you know, making, selling a, a large number of products or making it work really in the way you want can, can take a lot of time. You know, it's a labor of love. It, if you asked how long would it take to make a, a, a print catalog, you know, you could whip up Microsoft Word, and, and Microsoft Word is easy to use, and you could assemble it pretty quickly, or you could labor over all the details for a long, long time. I guess that's not really an answer, well, but, but it, is, it isn't difficult. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't need to be difficult. Well, that's all the time we have today for this week's e-commerce conversations with Pat Callahan. I hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next week for part two of the interview with Matthew McDonald as he discusses points on starting an e-biz and testing websites on various browsers for both Windows and Mac users.